This is the Matt Beck Podcast. All right. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Matt Beck Podcast. On the podcast today, what I want to talk to you guys about is uh, two two specific things. Uh, The first one is... Uh, should you create a Facebook page for your business or a Facebook group for your salon business? And then also uh, the three most important numbers that I watch in the salon to make sure that I'm constantly growing uh, and becoming more successful behind the chair. And when I say successful, I mean uh, making more money for the time that I am at the salon. So uh, we're going to talk about that. Also, I can see you guys in the chat. So if you guys um, have any questions, anything you want to put out there, I'm here to answer those questions as well. Um, If you're listening to this on iTunes, just know that you can join me live every Monday, typically Monday, um, right on YouTube. You go to fseyoutube.com and subscribe to our channel and you'll get alerts when I go live and uh, and we can chat and talk. So uh, if you're listening on iTunes, though, thank you for that. Um, And that's pretty much it. So first things first, let's get into um, should you make a Facebook page or a Facebook group? Uh, what I'd love to see in the comments is how many of you guys out there have a group for your salon. Uh, this is something that I'm moving into because Facebook has uh, kind of taken a turn to where they're really focused on groups. And if any of you guys are a part of a group, which I'm a part of uh, quite a few groups or I get added to groups without even uh, people asking about it. Uh, but you see that mostly in your feed nowadays. So, And I think the reason that they're doing that, and it seems smart to me because uh, when you think about if you join a group or you're a part of a group, it's something that you're interested in, so they're going to show it to you. So my thought is, why don't I make a group for my salon? Because I'm getting no attention whatsoever uh, by having a Facebook page for my salon or a business page. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have that. Um, I think every business should have a salon page. Uh, But most importantly, create a group attached to that page so that anything that you want to relay to uh, the people that are customers in your business, you can add it to the group and they're absolutely going to see it. Uh, Let's see. I want to see who's online real quick and uh, just chat with you guys. Thank you so much for, for joining me. Any of you guys have a group for your salon business, I'd love to hear about that. Um, so my thoughts are, I'm going to start a salon bi- uh, group for my business. Uh, my The things that I want to share on that group are probably going to be uh, different cuts that we do. So anything we post on Instagram, we will post it on that group just to share with them new looks that we're doing, things that we're creating. And then um, also my thought is going live on there and just kind of gearing all that content towards the customers. So it's something that you know, I'm talking about here. It's something I've been thinking about for the last couple of days. And I want to create that group, start putting out content to the specific people. Also, the great thing about a group is the fact that um, on Facebook, you can invite people to be a part of that group as opposed to um, trying to invite people to like your page. It's just not going to happen. And then even if they do like your page, like we have over a thousand people following the Salon Gratitude uh, Facebook page, but no one sees any of our posts. So that's the challenge. It doesn't even seem worth it to put content, even though you need to have content on there because uh, if you don't have content and somebody goes to your Facebook page, it's going to look like you're irrelevant and you're not doing what you should be doing. So you need to be posting on there. You need to have a Facebook page. I think that makes your business legit, but 
at the end of it all, if you want to actually get people to pay attention to you, if you want them to see what you're posting, uh, see different events that you're having, see uh, styles, see products, different things that you have available in your business, then you need to start a group. I also um, started thinking about this idea the other day that um, it was actually Christina showed me um, this lady that was opening oysters, and I'm sure you guys have seen this. She was opening oysters within a, a Facebook group or live on the internet, and people had paid for these oysters, the pearl in the oyster, and uh, bought a necklace. So she opens up the oysters, and then whatever oysters, uh, pearls she gets in those oysters, then they put it on a necklace. It seems crazy to me. It makes absolutely, uh, it's not something I would do, but then it got me thinking, well, why can't we go on our Facebook groups, just like all these LuLaRoe people or, um, and not that I believe in that as much, but, um, but why can't we go on and talk about products and sell products? Why can't we go on and, and show different hairstyles and sell flat irons or blow dryers? Like, why can't we go on the internet and share with our customers that are interested in what we're doing, different stuff and do it right from home? So when you, when you think about being a hairdresser and you're trying to figure out how do I make more income? What, what can I do um, to sell more retail or anything like that? I think Facebook is the best way to do it because it, you're going to be doing it when people are uh, checked out from reality, right? So they're on their phone. They're looking for some information. They're looking for whatever. So if you're on there creating styles or just being exciting, then um, then you're going to see, I think you're going to see a boost in revenue just from that. As opposed to people that are coming to the salon, like people that are in my salon right now uh, getting their hair done, they're there, they have a certain time frame, they got to be out. They don't have a lot of time for you to sit there and really teach them something. Not, I mean, some people do, but not everybody. So um, to me, Facebook groups is kind of like, it's a great way to go on there and start sharing stuff that you know. Do it at night, um, kind of like we do with our podcast. And just see how many people, see how many people you can get. I mean, the worst case scenario is you don't sell a flat iron at all and it doesn't work out. But if you figure out how to do it and you could sell retail on the internet, have them come pick it up the next day or whatever it is, uh, you know, that could be a really cool revenue stream for your business. All right. Do you mean, Sonia says, do you mean like group chats? Um... So I, do I mean group chats? Yeah, pretty much. So uh, on Facebook, you can create a group. Like I have a free salon education community group. Um, it's really simple. You just sign up. So you have your regular Facebook page. You have your personal Facebook page. And then there's Facebook groups, which is a kind of a, a section of Facebook. So you should see a groups button. As soon as you click that, then it says, do you, do you want to create a community? Do you want to create a group? Whatever it's called. Uh, and all you have to do is create that group with your salon business name, and then you could start inviting people into that group. Um, what I'm saying is the beauty of it is the fact that if anybody joins that group, then Facebook's going to show them whenever you post in there. Unlike um, your Facebook page where uh, Facebook kind of determines how many people are going to see it. Like I said, I have over a thousand people. I get two to three to four likes sometimes on different photos that I post. 
when uh, you look at the salon Instagram has less, a little bit less followers, but when we make a post about hair, it gets a lot more likes because Instagram shows that kind of stuff. Facebook doesn't really do that. They want you to pay for it. Uh, groups, I think, is a way around paying for uh, people to see your work. Then once you have that group built up, that's when I think you should take advantage of um, kind of live, going live on your phone and showing a hairstyle, showing a trick with a flat iron, showing how to blow dry with a brush, um, talk about the products, talk about the tools, and in that way you could build more revenue for your salon. They buy it over Facebook. It's very simple to, to do a transaction, to send money over Facebook. They pay for it. You package it up. They can come pick it up the next day. I think that's a pretty cool win-win uh, for you and your salon. So, um, so I can't pronounce your name. I'm really sorry, but they say, uh, we do have a Facebook page, but groups I'm afraid of a bit because not a lot of the people like it. So let's, let's talk about this real quick with Facebook groups. Why don't people like it? Like, I don't like Facebook groups when I'm in a group that I don't like, right? So if I end up being put into a group then, and it's not something I'm into and I'm seeing it all over my feed, then we have a problem. But if you have a group that's completely dedicated to hair in your salon and you have your customers on there and they're sharing hair that they've, you know, looks that they like, you're sharing things that you like. I think it, people like hair, right? It's part of everybody's life. So I think that a group for your business makes the most sense. Now, you don't want to flood the group with ads. That's not what I'm saying. I don't think you should put one ad on the group. I think your advertising should be through uh, imagery, just talking about hair that you did, uh, showing inspiration. Um, you know, that's how every successful business, you know, kind of works. It's not, if I just kind of bombarded you guys with scissor sales and, uh, things about combs and all this stuff all the time and never taught anything, then you guys wouldn't want to be on free salon education. It wouldn't make any sense. Um, I try to find a good balance of, I'm going to show you guys a really cool technique for 14 minutes. And then the last 30 seconds is going to be, you know, and if you want to go onto our website, we have these scissors, combs, clips, anything you want to purchase from the video on our website. So the video is free. It's free salon education. And then at the end, you know, there's a little teaser for that. So you got to give people something that keeps their attention, keeps them, you know, uh, interested in what you have, interested in your group on Facebook, and then occasionally create something that could turn into a sale. And I think if the majority of the time you're giving things to your customers, then in a little bit of the time trying to create a transaction, I think you're going to see success in that. All right. Cool. Yeah, I think it's totally uh, um, a doable thing. I don't think you have anything to lose doing it. I, so I think that it will definitely, I would love to see what happens with you guys. I'm going to try it here as well, and we'll, we'll test it out and see. Okay, next subject. And again, if you guys have any questions, post them. Uh, somebody did say, uh, da, 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 da. would love to see a balayage live video from you. Well, first off, I 
Balayage videos, I, I have put out quite a few. Um, I have a stylist, Brian, who does uh, a lot of the balayage. Uh, we're going to get him doing some more balayage videos as well. But uh, from that standpoint, I want to start doing some live classes uh, on the internet. Now, those live classes I have to host on a website, so they'll probably be, uh, we're doing one in April, I'm doing a cutting class, and that's $19. Uh, I know it's not free, but um, that $19 would cover the cost of, of the stuff that we need to do to put it out live. Um, and it's not even that putting it out live is hard. It's securing it into a, a group and having a chat available and all of that stuff. So we have to host it on a certain website. Um, so we will be doing that. We will be doing some live balayage classes, live haircutting classes, styling classes, uh, things coming up in the future. All right. Let's see. All right, everybody seems cool. Um, again, appreciate all of you guys tuning in live. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is the three things that I focus on to make sure that I'm constantly growing. So we're going to break it up into three different segments. The first one is average ticket. Now, I would love to see if any of you guys know your average ticket. Post it in the chat below. Um, so if you know your average ticket, I'll be really impressed because a lot of people don't know uh, their average ticket. So and I'd also love to know what salon software you're using. So I use Millennium uh, Systems International um, software, their original software. We're about to shift into their Mevo. It's a new software. Um, but the reason I really love uh, Millennium is because it breaks down all these numbers I'm talking about really well. Um, so average ticket is the first one. How much money do you bring in per client in the salon? So Take an average, if you don't have software right now, take an average number of how many people came in and then divide that by your total number for the day, how much uh, revenue you brought in, and then you can figure out your average ticket. Now, what you want to see is at least about $30 to $40 above your haircut price. Uh, that's something I kind of judge uh, from the get-go. So if you look at, if you have a $30, let's say you have a $50 haircut, some of you might have a way cheaper haircut. Some of you might have a way more expensive haircut. We'll just say $50. $50 haircut, then my average ticket, I want to see at least $80. And the reason for that is you want to know that the customers that are coming in are trying extra services because um, the, the least amount of services that they try, uh, the least likely they are to stay with you over time, right? So if you think about, you want to commit somebody to you. And the way that you're going to commit them to you in the salon is not just doing a haircut on them, doing a treatment, doing, uh, providing things like a bond builder that's special, right? Uh, providing hair color techniques and not just single color, adding in some dimension, things that they can't just get anywhere, right? So every salon does stuff, but if you do four services per guest uh, from the person coming in, we're going to talk about that. That's actually the next number. Um, if you're doing multiple services per guest, you're going to bump up your average ticket and you're going to find that your clients become more attached to you because they're getting more things done. So that brings to the second number, services per guest. So if I know my average ticket and then I can look at, all right, so if I have an average ticket of $50 or, or my haircuts are $50, I have an average ticket of $60, then I know right away that my services per guest is low. It's probably one, maybe 1.1, 1 1.2. Uh, industry average, I think, is 1.3, I believe. So, um, 
and that number could have changed. But last time I, I heard industry average was 1.3. That means you're doing a little over one service per person. And if you can figure out how to bump that number up, that's what's going to start bringing in more income, right? Now, average ticket, first one, services per guest. How many services per guest? You can add up. If you don't have computer software, add up how many services you did for the day. Did you do a haircut? Did you do a color? Did you do an eyebrow wax? Did you do uh, a, an, a bond builder treatment? All these things are multiple services. Everything that you charge separately for is another service, right? So how many services are you doing per person? Then you look at rebooking percentage. Now your rebooking percentage should be at least 80%. And I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now because I think that uh, industry average is around 25, 30% uh, rebooking. So it's, it's very, very important. When I first uh, learned about rebooking, um, I learned that the average person, if, if you want to have a full book 40 hours a week, um, you need 600 clients to be able to fill your book if you don't rebook them. And the reason you need so many more clients, um, you need about a third of that if you do rebook them. And the reason you need so many clients is because of the fact that when you don't rebook, when they don't rebook to come back to you, then they come back way later than they should. And if their frequency of visit, which is another number, I should have put four numbers, but um, if they're not coming back to you sooner, then you need another client to fill that spot. Now you're doing twice as many clients because they're coming back, they're taking twice as long to come back. How do we get them to come back? That's my big thing, which is making a comeback, and I talk about it a lot, getting them excited about the next visit. So don't just talk to them about, uh, you know, do the single color, do the haircut, do everything they did to come in, but don't talk to them about anything new. If you don't talk to them about anything new, they're not excited about the next visit. They just know they're going to get their touch up and their trim the next visit. So they put it off and put it off and they don't come back sooner. So you got to make sure, guys, when you're uh, thinking about rebooking. Rebooking is simple. A lot of people have trouble rebooking. The reason you have trouble rebooking is because they're not excited to come back. So talk about new things. Learn new things. That's why I love you know, things like free salon education because hopefully people are learning new things to get people excited. Once you get people excited, then they have a great time in the salon. They can't wait to come back and it betters the industry as a whole. So that's my biggest thing right there. Just make sure that you're getting them excited for the next visit. Okay, question of the day before I leave and I'm going to look at the chat as well because I want to see... Um, what people are saying. But um, before I leave, question of the day is, what is your rebooking percentage? Also, what is your average ticket? We're going to do two questions. Um, post those in the comments of this YouTube video. I can't wait to see it. I want to come back in the next podcast and talk about um, average tickets and all of that and just kind of do a recap of it because I, I don't know what you guys do. Um, so I like to see that. Let's see. Some people are posting their average ticket, which is awesome. I got to hit show because I guess for some reason when you put a dollar sign, they don't let you do it. Um, cool. 95%. Good job. Let's see. $27 average ticket. Very cool. 
And this is the thing too, guys, like there's no ego about it. So to me, like you have a $27 average ticket. I don't know what your haircut is. I don't really, it doesn't matter. Like I always think it's better if you're starting super low and you're just discovering all this because that to me means that you're here and you didn't know that you could get to here, right? To the next step. So I think it's better learning this stuff. If you already know all this stuff and you're still here, then there's a problem, right? Then you can't figure it out. But if you're here and you didn't know this stuff, now you have a chance to get even better. So I hope that these tips help you guys. Um, any questions that you have for the next podcast, please post those in the comments as well. And make sure that you subscribe to this uh, to this YouTube channel because I got videos coming out all the time. Tuesday uh, tutorial, Tutorial Tuesday, is uh, also going to come out today since it is Tuesday. I'm working with Danielle right after this to get her voiceover done so that we can put that out for you guys. So got a cool festival braid hairstyle. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for always being a part of Free Salon Education, and I'll see you guys on the next video. Thanks.